Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to It's All Political on Fifth and Mission. I'm Joe Garofoli, the Chronicle's senior political writer. California Lieutenant Governor Eleni Kunalakis is the highest-ranking woman in state government. And like many Americans, she's asking some tough questions about the Supreme Court's power after its 6-3 decision that overturned Roe v. Wade, which guaranteed the right to an abortion. Here she is at a press conference on Friday. Millions of women and our male allies in this and all people in this country are not going to stand by and allow six people driven by power and politics and religious idealism to strip away our constitutional rights. Lawmakers in California are in the process of passing more than a dozen new laws designed to make the state a haven for people seeking abortions from around the country. Plus, there will likely be a measure on the November ballot that would enshrine abortion rights in the state's constitution. But Kunalakis is concerned that that all could be gone if Republicans retake power in Washington and pass a national ban on abortion that would supersede California's laws. I spoke to Lieutenant Governor Kunalakis on the day after the court's decision was announced. You're going to hear her mention that she's going to put on her ambassador's hat. She was the ambassador to Hungary in the Obama administration. I asked her, what do you say to people who are questioning our system right now? Well, Joe, I can tell you, I never thought that I would say those words. Um, You know, I'm the daughter of an immigrant. We tend to be very patriotic people. I am an extremely patriotic person. I love my country. And I was so proud to serve my country overseas. And when I was in Hungary, we talked all the time about the importance of independent institutions that underpin a democracy, a healthy democracy. And For generations in this country, we've looked to our Supreme Court as the most respected of these institutions. And sadly, and I don't know, I don't know if I could be more upset about this piece of what's happened. Now we look at the members of the court who are doing this, and they are not that image of justice for all and protection of of minority rights in our country and fairness and all of those things that make it so clear to us as women that we should control our bodies. Um, Suddenly we're looking at them as six flawed individuals. A uh, woman, Amy Coney Barrett, who was a religious crusader, and these two men who in in their confirmation hearings were accused of sexual harassment and sexual assault. This is not uh, something that I point out in a way that makes me feel gleeful. It is um, incredibly sad, uh, but, but here we are. And now um, it's up to all of us to do what we can to help protect women. And of course, here in California, we have a lot of tools to protect women, and that's what we have to do. Yeah, I mean, whether it's on uh, gun safety, 
or abortion, the court's recent rulings are like way out of step with public opinion on these issues. Justice Alito, who, who wrote the abortion decision, said that, quote, the judicial branch derives its legitimacy not from following public opinion, but from deciding by its best lights, end quote. What's the what's the danger, though, of being so far out of line with public opinion on this? And it's not just California public opinion. It's it's national public opinion. You know, again, Joe, they they are discrediting. They have discredited themselves by these decisions. They have shown themselves to be flawed human beings, unelected, with too much power. They have to look at themselves in the mirror and take responsibility for their part in weakening this important institution, which is our Supreme Court, that that is what they've done. And I think that's what history is going to show. And again, I get no joy out of saying these things. I don't want to be right. I I have hoped that that they would rise to the uh to the their duty as Supreme Court justices. Again, it's self-evident to anybody, uh, in my opinion, who who has a wound that it is your choice. Now some women may feel very, very strongly that a an embryo in their body from conception is, is a soul, if they believe that in their religious faith or in their hearts. But not every woman believes that. Most of us, I think, it's pretty clear, certainly those who go in seeking this right, have a different view. And that is why it's a choice. That's why the word choice is so important. And it is so personal. Uh, And the fact of the matter is that, you know, for women who seek that control to make their decisions for themselves, this feels like a fundamental human right. But it is now as a result of these six individuals, not a constitutional right. Uh, And so it's going to leave it up to the states. It is absolutely a right here in California. We're going to continue to shore that up with a constitutional amendment. But at the root of it, this is a human right and a human right that women are going to continue to pursue. This is not going to stop uh, women from seeking out their ability to make that choice for themselves. It's just going to make it harder and more dangerous. Now, speak of that constitutional right, as you know, for months, California has planned to be an abortion haven, a place where people from all over the country could safely and legally have the procedure done here. But now even that could be in jeopardy. Uh, Story I wrote in the Chronicle on Sunday. Uh, The dissent in the decision said, quote, most threatening of all, no language in today's decision stops the federal government from prohibiting abortions nationwide from the moment of conception and without exceptions for rape and incest. Republicans like uh, Mike Pence and Kevin McCarthy have already said they want a federal abortion ban. Would California's position as an abortion haven be gone? if there's an, a, a federal abortion ban? Joe, thank you for reading that part um, because we're not being alarmist when we say that this is the direction that the religious fanatics and the far right supported by the Republican Party are going. It's not extremist to say that is their next frontier. They're going to come after us in California. They're going to come after women everywhere. And women who want to go across the border in Canada will probably find themselves faced with federal agents trying to stop them. It is uh, it is real and it is um, uh, what we're up against. And so uh, so the Democratic Party and we are a two party system. 
Um, the Democratic Party is on the front lines. Uh, California is on the front lines. In the short term, by changing uh, the constitution of our state to enshrine access to contraception and abortion, uh, that's going to help. So people should get ready. It's going to be on the ballot in November. It will go to a vote. I'm a co-sponsor of this legislation, by mm -hmm. the way. Mm -hmm. So the legislature is putting it on the ballot. The vote will, the last vote, the last hurdle will be on Monday, after which it's going to be on the ballot. So we're going to be out there championing this. And I strongly believe Californians are going to support this constitutional amendment. We're going to need that vote to take place. And that is only going to put us in a better position to argue in the future uh, that uh, for states' rights. But it doesn't foreclose that nightmare scenario that you just, uh, you just touched on. So the other thing that we have to do in this country is we have to beseech our sisters and our male allies in those red states uh, to get more Democrats into office. And it is a partisan issue because Democrats are fighting for a woman's right to control her body. And Republicans, whether they believe it or not, are buoyed by the political power of the far right. Either they're afraid of them and afraid of Trumpism, or they believe it themselves. But Democrats will stand up to it. And so we need to elect more Democrats. Uh, you know, people have been saying that uh, the that Nancy Pelosi in the House is likely to lose seats in November. It does not have to be that way. It's up to us. It's up to the voters. And so if voters are mobilized enough, they will vote for Democrats, uh, pro-choice Democrats, in order to stop this nationwide. But that is what it's come down to. We will have more of my conversation with California Lieutenant Governor Eleni Kunalakis after this break. We'll be right back. You can support the newsroom that creates Fifth Emission by signing up for unlimited access at sfchronicle.com slash pod or by downloading the San Francisco Chronicle app. It really brings up this question, who are these people? Who are these six people? Uh, you know, 25% of Americans have faith in the Supreme Court. What does that mean to this institution? Uh, you know, we have held up the Supreme Court as uh, uh, this authority, as this very important and powerful institution of American democracy. Sadly, I think that this decision is delegitimizing the Supreme Court. That's Lieutenant Governor Eleni Kunalakis talking to Katie Turr on MSNBC Friday. Let's get back to our conversation. Let's talk about the political impact of this, since, of course, it's, the, it's all political on Fifth Admission podcast. We, we know that the enthusiasm among Democratic voters is down. And, uh, and many Democratic consultants, uh, electeds, et cetera, said that this will bring out the, the more voters, the base voters. I, I got to say, though, I'm, I'm a little bit torn on this. I, aren't people's opinions on abortion kind of already set in stone, either you're for it or you're against it. How will this make a difference, this decision make a difference uh, for, for Democrats in de December when, as you say, it's, you know, the, the polls say that they're, they're going to need help uh, to avoid a blowout. 
Look, if, if it's set in stone, as you say, I'm not so sure I agree with that entirely, but if it is set in stone, the overwhelming majority of Americans believe that Roe has been working and believe that a woman should have this right. So if they vote that way, you know, as Democrats, the Republicans say, if, if, you're, um, if you're against choice, make that your only issue, vote that way all the time. We say, look at the whole spectrum and vote and vote for us, right? So, so it's a little different now. This is so alarming. This is so alarming and so indicative of how far these people will go to control other people that if those who are in favor of a woman's right to choose become pro-choice voters, then we will win seats. You've long been an ally to the LGBTQ community here in California and nationally. And, and we know that we some of the justices said, no, this, this decision is only about abortion. It's not about anything else. But Justice Clarence Thomas wrote that the court should, quote, reconsider all its precedents uh, related to marriage equality, anti-sodomy laws, and contraception. What is your level of concern that this could be the, the first step? And uh, what uh, Governor Newsom said the other day is he called it a, quote, rights revolution rollback. Uh, by this conservative court. Is this the first step? You know, when you read that, those words by Clarence Thomas, just who do you think you are? How dare you? How dare you suggest that, that by a vote of six people, again, that you could take away our rights as human beings to pursue uh, our our dreams and and make our choices for ourselves. How how can he think that people are going to to let that be in the twenty first century? We're not. Uh, and it's it's obviously very very disturbing. But again, you know, democracy is about uh, is about spreading power throughout a system. His words are about tyranny, tyranny over, uh, over the, the minority rights. It's just abhorrent uh, for him to take that position. So again, it can't just be me, Joe, and it can't just be you. It has to be all Americans standing up and saying, no, not in the 21st century. We are not going back to that. And I also think it's important, and I think Governor Newsom is really trying to do this right now, is that as Californians, we stand up and say, look at us, look at us. We are the most diverse state in uh, the country. We are the largest state in the country. Uh, and we have the fifth largest economy in the world. And by and large, we have a lot of happy people here who are able to come here, who are drawn here to pursue their, their dreams. Stop vilifying California. We're doing something right here. And, uh, and to try to set the standard. Now, I know homelessness, housing challenges, income inequality. I know we have our challenges in this state. There's a lot that we are doing well. Creativity blossoms here. Our university system 
two and a half million students, and 38% of them are the first in their family to go to college. You know, we've got a model here of conveyor belt of talent uh, into an economy that, uh, that, that is a really positive model. And a lot of that has to do with our open society. This is the place that, uh, where the LGBT community rose up and said, love is love. And people uh, empowered them on that message. People, people uh, supported and respected that message and were carried along in that positivity. Uh, I hope that the California model of um, elevating this message of love is love and not, I'm going to bring down the hammer on other individuals and they can't stop me. You know, that message is not a particularly uh, successful one long-term for, for any society. And, and it could harm our democracy over time. What is your biggest fear right now as we look forward, even with all the legislation coming through, even with the constitutional amendment, what is your biggest concern about reproductive access here in California? Joe, I'm not afraid. I don't, I, that, that's not a very helpful feeling. Um, there's a lot of anguish. Uh, Nancy Pelosi says it very well. Do not agonize, organize. Uh, we can make ourselves sick by playing these scenarios out. We have to look at the tools that we have. We have to get mobilized. We have to lead with that message from uh, the LGBTQ community that inspires me every day about love. Uh, we have to uh, look at our California sunshine and wake up reinvigorated uh, with purpose to take every single tool in our toolbox and to know, Joe, that we are on the side of right. This is a human right. It is self-evident to women that we decide whether or not we're going to have a baby. We decide it. That is a 21st century fact in the United States of America. And we're going to help our sisters in other states if they need it. We're anticipating UCLA anticipates eight to 16,000 women will come to our state uh, seeking this procedure. We're going to help them get here. We're going to help them get access. And we're going to help protect them so that if they come from a state that wants to put them in jail, uh, that we're going to protect their, uh, their privacy. We're going to protect their ability to, to shield their, legal, their medical records. Uh, we're going to protect those institutions that are providing those services. We are using our tools uh, here in order to be able to do that. And then, of course, it's this question of trying to convince uh, individuals around the country not to be afraid, uh, but to stand up, to stand up to Trumpism, to stand up to all of that uh, poisonous negativity of turning individuals against one another, and to say there's a there's a better way, and to remember uh, that we are a shining city on the hill, the United States of America, and those. And I will put my ambassador hat on for this, Joe. Those who want to harm our country want to turn us against one another. It is up to us to do our best to not allow that to happen and to stand with one another. And that means standing up for each other's rights 
and certainly standing up for each other's ability to choose one of the most fundamental rights, which is the decision of whether or not to have a child. Lieutenant Governor, thank you for being on It's All Political on Fifth and Mission. Great to be with you, Joe. I'd like to thank you all for listening and hope that you and your families are safe and healthy. I'd like to thank Lieutenant Governor Eleni Kunalakis for joining me on the podcast today. Props to the King, King Kaufman, for producing today's episode. And remember, no matter what the Supreme Court decides on any issue, it's all political on Fifth and Mission.